Blog Talk Radio.
True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. designed you to be for your mind to be right. 
Your mind cannot be no other way right than way Yahweh designed it. Like, for example, I use, for example, the polar bear and um, the gorilla. Whatever the polar, polar bear eats meat, blood, he's a blood eater. He eats um, fish and all the uh, seals that he can get his mouth on. That's what he eats. Yahweh designed him to eat meat, blood eater, the polar bear. Then on the other hand, he designed the gorilla to eat fruits, vegetables, and leaves. That's what he designed him to eat. So when they had their offspring, they were, do they take their offspring and take them to the polar bear? Well, I will take my, I, I want you to raise my offspring, so the gorilla. They don't do that. The gorilla offspring, or take your offspring and take them to the polar bear. They don't do that. But we the only species goes to everybody else for whatever, but it was prophesied it was going to happen to for being disobedient. See that? So we got a lot of teaching to understand. The reason why we got the problem, you know, because we don't know who we are and what Yahweh said was, this is what you do and this is what you don't do. Now, if you cross me, this is what's going to happen to you after you made agreement to do what I tell you to do. So we got a lot of work to do. So we're going to see who's coming on stage. And I don't know if this um, brother uh, Isaiah or not. Let me make sure. Let me see. Let me see this brother Isaiah. Get this brother Isaiah on the broadcast. Read, read the book, Dr. Holly's microphone. I don't know. Let's find out. Brother, I'm going to be right. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's Well, hold on. Don't, don't I'll talk to those here. Let those here get his thoughts out there. See, you get it out. Let's, let's uh, make sure. Remember, we got over 900,000 on the international side. Let us see get it out there and lay the foundation. Then I'm going to turn over to you and you can tell me something. So this brother Isaiah, now I'm going to see this brother Isaiah. Y'all want to see you there, right? Y'all want to bless you there. Yeah, Israel. Oh, uh, she's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Tell me something. You, if you, you got your book spread out, you're coming on stage for take six or two. You, you ready to get in where you fit in that brother Isaiah? Uh yes sir yes sir trying to uh trying to come back help out with the all right that's a that's a great thing that's Yahweh, I bless you, Sarah Israel of C. Royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. 
Hallelujah. Now the reason why we got to finish up the conversation about Hallelujah. Let's get a verse before we get to Luke 12. 12. Um, Brother Isaiah, can you help those see how it was written in um, the book of Ruth? There's something written in the book of Ruth on how we're supposed to meet and greet one another in the book of Ruth, chapter 4. Before we get to Luke 12, 12, Brother Isaiah, let's take a look at something that's written in the book of Ruth. And uh, kind of getting that microphone real good. And uh, are we going to the book of Ruth there? Sarah. Old Sarah is struggling 
was trying to find out where that verse at. Then we'll get up to Luke 12. We don't get to try to help put the children of Israel, on the camp back in the right perspective. But I'm struggling right now, Sister Sarah. Can you help, can you help to see out? Well, he's struggling on a verse, which is called a precept. So uh, you, you think you have those see out there, Sister Sarah? Uh, make it 129, verse 8. So you keep talking until you can sneak up on the scripture. That's what I did. See, I kept on talking, Sister Sarah, and that's how you do when you're reading the Bible. When, we, Like I said, give you a verse to go to. Just keep calling that verse out until you find it. But be no dead, no dead space. So if somebody's coming in on the international side, if they hear you just turning pages and you ain't saying nothing, they'll say, oh, ain't nobody on that broadcast. But you keep on repeating that verse until you find it. It's all they, oh, they're trying to find a verse. Okay, good. That's what you do until you find a verse. Keep talking about that verse. First of all, you write it down. And keep talking about it until you find it. So in the book of Psalms, yes, Sarah, uh, 129, verse number 8, the angel going to tell David something that's going to happen in our days. And what did he say we can read in, in Psalms 129, verse 8? What is that? Sister Sarah, what is that? Going, going to the book of Psalms, verse chapter 129, verse 8. Verse 8 reads, Neither do they which go by faith, the blessing of the Yahweh be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Yahweh. See, he said, you don't come on time, they don't do that no more, Sister Sarah. They don't do that no more. They're going to stop doing that. They're going to start talking about what's happening, man. And hello, hi, hi, good morning, good afternoon. That's the that was going on right now. You talk to anybody now, you say, you know, they won't hear you say, what's happening? Oh, man, there ain't nothing happening. What? Well, that kind of talk. He said, looking up Israel, one day up the road would not meet and greet one another according to the Bible. They're not going to never say, um, the blessing of Yahweh be, be with upon you. We bless you in the name of Yahweh. He's going to say, that's going on right now. We don't greet one another like that. We are. How you doing, Mabel? Hello. Hi. Bye. See you later. That's how we do it now. But see, we don't lost that way because you don't know who we are. And that's what the Sixth Nordic Camp must wake up and come back to this book. And and since we got a lot of sickly members in the Sixth Nordic Camp, we have to do four. But we still going to touch on the mark of the beast and the son of addition. But you must understand that Yahweh got rules and regulations. Now, I got a question for Sister Sarah or Brother Isaiah. Do y'all got the book of Jubilees closed by? Do y'all have your book of Jubilees closed by? Now, Oh, hallelujah, 
from Isaiah. Take a look at Luke chapter 12. Verse 12 from Isaiah. Let's see what that say. Get in that microphone and, and let me hear in the national audience over 900,000 songs. Hear what Luke chapter 12, verse 12 says. Come on. Hallelujah. We're in the book of Luke, verse 12, read, for the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour there, young lion, the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. In that very same hour, you might have many things on your mind. But the righteous spirit will have you bring out some things. Matter of fact, read that for me now. Young line. Read that Proverbs 16, verse 1 for, for the national audience. Proverbs. Keep talking about Proverbs 16, verse 1 until you find me. Proverbs 16, verse 1. Keep talking about it you find Proverbs 16, verse 1 there, young line. Keep talking about it till you found it, young line. Proverbs 16, verse 1. Keep talking about it. Proverbs 16, verse 1, until you find it first. Come on. We in the book of Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 1 reads, In the preparation of the heart in the man, and the answer of the tongue is from the Yahweh. Uh-uh. Sometimes... What he's saying there, young man, sometimes Yahweh have a person bring out something that they had in their mind, but they wouldn't say it. But Yahweh, he got a way to make them bring out what's on their mind. Let, they think they slipped the tongue. No, they ain't slipping no tongue. Yahweh had you to bring that out for something to come out of that. That's what happened. Come on. What it says in uh, 21, verse 2 there, young line, let's talk about Proverbs 21, verse 2. What 21, Proverbs verse 21, verse 2. Now, wait. Hold on, young line. Wait, wait till I tell you take off. Go ahead before you go. Because you might, you know, have the old, have the old fear jumping all around the place. So wait till I give you the go to go. Then you just go. Proverbs 21. Verse 2. Brother Isaiah, come out. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 2 reads, Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but Yahweh pondereth the heart. Yeah, so he pondered the heart, meaning the mind. So he pondered your mind. He pondered your mind. He makes your mind bring out things that you want to say. Why did I say that? I didn't really mean that, but now Yahweh had you bring out, he makes you say some things, and he had a white person sitting there listening at it all the way. That's a good thing. So now, Sister Sarah, we're going to take a look at what what is what is going on in the book of Jubilee to Noah, and Noah is talking to somebody. Matter of fact, let's see what Noah talking to our brother Isaiah. Let's find who Noah talking to in Genesis five thirty two. Let's see who who he get ready to talk to 
and Genesis 5, 32 there. Brother Isaiah, what does it say? Genesis 5, 32. Genesis 5, 32. In the, in, the, in the book of Genesis 5:32, we coming from the book of Genesis chapter 5, verse 32 reads, "And Noah was 500 years old, and Noah, and Noah, Bagus, Sharm, Ham, and Joseph." Sharm, Ham, and Japheth. So it's so it's that he. If Gary had talked to his Shem, that's the one we came out of. Ham, that's who the one that called Africans come out of. And Japheth is the one that the Hawaii's come out of. The one you got over there called the, the sumo rappers, Japhetic people, that's who they came out of. At that, at that time right there, it was, it was no sign of the white red man, he was not in the picture at that time. He was not back there at that time, but he on Bogart his way back in there. You can't get the the white man and the white woman to Genesis 25 and 25. That's when the white man and the white woman. So all that was going on back there was called melodated people, black on black, all that was going on way back there until Genesis 25, 25. That's when you got the red man that's called itself white today. You don't come in to Genesis 25, 25. All them three boys was black the father and the mother. All of them was melodated, dark city people. That's the way it is when you do the proper research. So now, Sister Sarah, let's take a look at that, that book called the Jubilees, chapter 10, verse 10 down to verse 14. What is that? Because it's book of Sarah. Come on. Going to the book of Jubilees, um, chapter 10, verse 10 through 14. Verse 10 through 14. The one of us, he commanded that we should teach Noah all their medicines, for he knew that they would not walk in uprightness, nor strive in righteousness. Verse 11. And we did according to all his words, all the magnificent, evil ones, he bound in the place of condemnation, condemnation, and a tenth part of them we left, that they might be subject before Satan on the earth. Verse 12, and we explained to Noah all the medicines of their diseases, together with their seduction, how he might heal them with the herbs of the earth. Verse 13, and Noah wrote down all the things in the book, as we instructed him concerning every kind of medicine. Thus the evil spirits were precluded from hurting the sons of Noah. Verse 14, And he gave all that he had written to Shem, his eldest son, for he loved him exceedingly above all his sons. You see, he loved Shem above all his sons, and Noah gave all that information to Shem. And Shem is the firstborn son, and Shem, but uh, read verse 12 again, but just a little more audio to consider that. Yeah, that, was, that was all good. But remember, we, um, we kind of addressed the national audience on exactly what to do according to, and he said he loves him to Shem. But 
But look what he says in verse 12. With just a little more audio there. Verse 12 again, come out. All right. Verse 12 reads, And we explain to Noah all the medicines of their diseases, together with their seductions, how he might heal them with all the herbs of the earth. So, the angel that came from heaven that was um, told by the son and the father, you go down inside and, and catch Noah and explain to Noah about the earth of the field of the earth that what heals man and keeps Satan off of you. So that's a big verse you read there, uh, daughter. So now I want to hear that one more time. See, what we just found out now, but see, right now, what we do now when we get sick, the first thing we do is run to the hospital, and they will give us, and they'll take, and they'll write you up a, a prescription. And then you'll go and take your prescription to the pharmacy. And they'll give you a bunch of white pills. And you take the white pills home. Because this is what they told you that they own. But we just found out contrary to being healed, and we are the sinners of Shem, and Shem passed it straight on down to Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the name was changed of Israel, and it was passed right on down. If if this was bothering you, this is what you take. And what you take, again, in verse 12, what again? One more time there, dog. One more time. What you take in verse, if something bothering you, this is what you do according to verse 12. Read again that dog. Verse 12 reads, And we explain to Noah all the medicines of their diseases, together with their seduction, how he might heal them with the herbs of the earth. So now, now, properly the world will learn plenty more. But now we now we have to address our loved ones and tell them that if they if they can be healed properly, according to verse twelve, so the what heals you properly according to verse twelve? The earth. Of the what? Of the earth. The herbs of the earth. Do what? It heals the body Do properly what? from disease. It heals the body properly. So, see, we know it's going to be a school, right, when all radio stations come. But y'all are saying, if when I send the donors in to make all the donations and all the big things in the school club, who's going to teach them all? If the school pop up tomorrow, where the teachers is at? So that's why we get the teachers prepared now in the sixth anointed camp that you're going to have to give them the proper answer than just tell them that they members of the 12 tribes of Israel. Oh, they come in with a sick problem. You got to show them 
in the Bible that when you sick, this is what you got to do. But now when we preach up that 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 red bell, um in the wisdom of Solomon, 16, verse 12, but more come with that. So we're going to preach up that in wisdom of Solomon, 16, verse 12. Let's see if we preach up that. He said, now listen, verse 12 says, you sprang to know what healed the descendants of Shem that traced the rest out to us today. It is the earth from the earth. That is the number one way to get healed is the earth from the earth. That is number one. See, and anytime you add to one, it's no longer one. And and we know we look up on our mothers, our aunties, all our relatives, we see a bunch of bottles of white pills and all of them dressed. But the same token, we got the highest rate of diabetes, the highest rate of cancer, we got the highest rate of everything. See, you know why? Because we got to teach what works for us. Just like the polar bear teaches his offspring what works for them. And the polar bear is not going to send his offspring to the gorilla. And the same, and the gorilla is not going to send their offspring to the polar bear and tell them to raise them. And that's, a, that's why we, it's in a big problem today. We don't trust nobody but some, somebody else. We trust everybody that look like somebody else. We want to know what they eating and we want what they eat. And that's why we got more diseases, more sickness, dying before our time because we don't know who we are and what was given to us. Like the polar bear knew what was given to him, and the gorilla knew what was given to him. If you swap these two animals over and put the gorilla over there in Alaska somewhere, First of all, he's going to freeze to death, and then we time to eat, he's going to be looking for eating seals and fish. He said, this, this, this ain't going to work. So he'll be dead before it's time. Same thing about the polar bear. You take the polar bear out of Alaska, put him over there in a tropical country, and tell him to eat fruits, vegetables, and leaves. He'll be dead before his time. So... Yahweh got a blessing on us that we don't we both be dead for our time because we doing everything that other nations programming our brain and that's why we in the condition we in today. So, Sister Sarah, you you got me my wisdom of Solomon sixteen verse twelve. Now listen, all the good stuff we gonna tell you about this because we want to see the six and all the count. And we're not anti-anybody on their feet, but for past you be able to teach your time upon it. And you can't be a hypocrite in it. you got to know what you're teaching. So in the same token, when you tell a person this is what you're supposed to do, we have to lead by example. So we can't be having 
a cigarette in our mouth and a and a hamburger in our mouth at the same time telling people, well, this is what it takes to get your body back together. Good? So now we be a hypocrite. So we got to practice what we teach. But there it is. So now, you just read exactly what it takes to heal the body according to the angel from heaven. But what it says in the wisdom of Psalm 16, verse 12, and then we're going to bring the mothers in to help assist on case 62. What it says, Sister Sarah, wisdom of Solomon 16, verse 12, what it says? Going to wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse 12. Verse 12 reads, For it was neither earth nor mollifying plaster that restored them to health, but thy word, O Yahweh, which heal all things. So Sarah, what, Sister Sarah, so what really heals you according to 16 verse 12? The word of Yahweh. The word of Yahweh. See, that, that what really heals you. So what really heals you, because Yahweh, the Father, and the Son, is the one planted all the earth of the field. But you got to get him right for it properly work on him. So you can't put him to the side and say, well, I'm just going to follow the God, Terry, but you're going you to have Yahweh as an aftermath. No, it don't work like that. No, it don't work like that. You got to come all the way in Yahweh, then Yahweh will let you uh, get all the proceeding of the blessing that he got written in his Bible. You got, but you got to obey him. So you can bring mother, mother in, and we know Mo Z gonna be around a little bit later to give a big time comment, commentary on the mic lesson. But mother, he coming on stage, one of the out of camp one, to harden that microphone. She's looking for I'm, I'm always ready to harden that microphone. Cause we know we got a job we gotta do, we gotta do it. So mother, try what y'all gotta do. The one that out of camp one, y'all find me to that seat right. Y'all find me to Israel. Please, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why that, Mother? Excellent. Now, Mother, I, I want to take a look at something, but y'all mind, um, I want you to go on your telephone, y'all mind, and I want you to write it down a little bit. Go and look up and, and tell me the origin, where it come from, where did it come from, the chicken. Where did the chicken come from? I want you to ask you, do what where you got to do, and make a note of the origin of the chicken. Where did the chicken come from? You want to know where the chicken come from and the cow. So you look up and take your time, because I, I, I watch you carefully on, on that old one-eyed thing, telephone. You, you love to check on it. So now I want you to check on it for the national audience. Look up and make a little note on the origin of where the chicken came from and the origin where the cow come from. So you be doing that, and we'll come back with you. So take a good note on it, the chicken and the cow. We'll deal with the pig tomorrow night. But the chicken and the cow, you look it up, make some notes on it, and when we come back with you, be prepared to enlighten the national audience about the
chicken and the cow, where did it come from? Did it come from the Almighty? Or is man hand in it? We're going to find out. Now, Mother, Mother E, let's go and take a look yeah. at a couple of things, Mother E. Let's go to uh, Deuteronomy 28, Mother E. And we're looking for 15 and skip down to 18. We're going to read a little bit. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 15 and 16. Mother E, we're going to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Verse 15 and 16, then we'll skip down to verse 18, then we'll read a little bit. But what do Deuteronomy's mother he say in 28, verse 15 and 16? Look at Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15 and 16. Verse 15 reads, But it shall come to pass, as thou would not hearken, Unto the voice of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. 16. Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shall thou be in the field. Verse 18. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind and the flock of thy sheep. Verse 19. Cursed shall be. Read verse 18 again for the national audience. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 18. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body. And the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind, and the flock of thy sheep. So he's telling a people that if you don't do what I tell you to do, you're going to be cursed in your body. You're going to be cursed in your body, and then you'll be cursed on the land that you're going if you don't do what I tell you to do. Now, Mother, who is he talking to with all that old power talk? Um, and Amos 3, 1, can you help those feet out on who is he talking to? Tell them that they're going to be cursed in their body. If they don't listen to me, after you made an agreement with me, you will be cursed in your body. So who is he talking to, Mother? According to Amos 3, 1 and 2. Let's find out who is he talking to. That they're going to be cursed and make fathers. If they don't pay all oh, no little mind. Amos 3, 1 and 2, what it says. Look at Amos, chapter 3, verse 1 and verse 2. Verse 1. Hear the word that Yahweh has spoken against you, O children of Israel, which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, You only have known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquity, saying. Oh, so we clear that in Deuteronomy chapter 28, he talked to the children of Israel. 
Because he said, you only have I known out of all the nations of the earth. Yes, I'm going to punish you for everything that you do, children of Israel. So now we clear when we read the book of Deuteronomy, it's not talking about every nation. It's talking about one nation called the children of Israel. Now, if you don't do what I tell you to do, I'm going to curse you. You're going to be cursed, and you'll be in bad shape if you don't do what I tell you to do, because you only have I known out of all the families of the earth. So, now, Mother, I need a precept on that, Mother. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 30. Can you also see how, and, uh, and uh, I see the uh, WCC fans, that the young lion got microphone problems. We're going to fix his microphone so he's not going to come back with the research because his microphone is down right now. So don't bring him back up right now. Well, okay. Well, we'll see. Now, mother, and... The book called Deuteronomy, can you up those see out in verse number 31, verse 1 and 11? What it says in 31, verse 1 and 11? What it says in 1 and 11? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verses 1 and 11. Verse 31. It's 31, mother. 31, verse 1. And 11, then let's get down to verse 30. Deuteronomy 31, verse 1. Then let's get down to verse number 11 and verse 30. What's that say there, Moses? Moses. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 1, verse 11, and verse 30. Verse 1. And Moses went and spoke. Those words unto all Israel. Verse 11. And when all Israel is come to appear before the Yahweh, your Yahweh, in the place which he shall choose, thus shall read this law before, before all Israel in their mind, in their hearing. Verse 30. And Moses spake in the ear of all the congregation of Israel the words of this song until they were ended. Mm-hmm. So when, when, when we read any part of this Bible, Mother, according to Deuteronomy or any part of this Bible, according to who is this message in this Bible addressed to, Mother, according to what you just got to read, all Israel, all 12 tribes of Israel. So whatever you read out of this Bible, it is addressed to all Israel, all the 12 tribes of Israel. Because once upon a time, Mother Eve, all 12 tribes of Israel was, was up on a what in 49.28 of the book of Genesis. What was they up under what one time ago, Mother? 
Genesis 49, verse 28. Okay, let me get back there. Genesis chapter 49. Mm-hmm. Verse 28. Genesis chapter 49. Verse 28. Genesis chapter 49. Verse 28. Read. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is it that their father spake unto them, and blessed them, everyone. According to his blessing, he blessed them. Mm-hmm. So all my brother blessing, is that right, Mother? Right. Good. Now, Sister Sarah, in the book, they said, now if you listen to me, you're upon the blessing. That's what he said. Now, and Deuteronomy, Sister Sarah, chapter 11, verse 26 to 28. So we know we talked, we clear, he talked to the whole 12 tribes of Israel. So we clear about that. So when we sit there teaching others, the message is clear, it's for the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, Sister Sarah, what did he say? And Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 26, down to verse 26. Going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11, reading verses 26 through verse 28. Verse 26 reads, Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. Verse 27, a blessing. If you obey the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you this day. Verse 28, and a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other Yahweh, which you have not known. Straight down 28. That's 28? Mm-hmm. That's 28. Okay, good. Give me a precept on that, uh, Dollar. Give me a precept on that in Deuteronomy 30. Verse number... Give me a precept in Deuteronomy chapter 30. I, I, I want to see my get, get another good hit out of that first. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, there, daughter, I want to get me a, a statement out there to kind of, you know, warm up a little bit. That's, what do it say in verse number 10, 11, 19, and 20? 10, 11, verse 19, and 20. Going to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, reading verses 10, verse 11, verse 19, and verse 20. Verse 10 reads, If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Yahweh thy Yahweh, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in the book of the law, and if thou turn unto the Yahweh thy Yahweh, with all thy mind and with all thy soul. Verse 11. For this commandment, which I command you this day, it is not hidden from you, neither is it far off. Verse 19 reads, 
I call heaven and earth to to record this day against you that I have set before your life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Verse 20. That thou mayest love the Yahweh thy Yahweh, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, and he is thy life, and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Yahweh swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and to Israel, to give them. So you see, he got a blessing that if you listen, and not only listen, according to Romans 2.13, our daughter, what did I do according to just, he said, now if you listen, you got this blessing. But maybe no never mind, you have these curses. He said, now, and you got to leave by now. So in Romans 2.13, our daughter, help me out in 2.13 in Romans, what it say? And we're going to the book of Romans to read in chapter 2, verse 13. Verse 13 reads, For not the hearers of the law are just before Yahweh, but the doers of the law shall be justified. So you just can't hear it, Sister Sarah, and you didn't want to teach it, but you ain't going to do it. You're not going to be justified by, by being just a hearer of it. If you might be a doer of this thing. You just can't, okay, well, I'm going to show you what, what's going on, but you ain't going to do it. You you, you still going to uh, do things contrary to the book. He said, no, it don't work like that. He said, now, you're going to do this thing, you want to do it. That's what he said, you want to do it. You can't be a hearer of this thing, you got to be a doer of this thing. So now he's going to lay some groundwork down. Uh, young lion, we know you got you got the research together. We already clear Young lion got his research together and all that. He gonna give us, he gonna inform the national audience about where the, the origin of the chicken and the cow come from. You know the origin that them hear everything about it shortly. But in the same token, I'll put Sarah same information and make sure that people that when he do bring out whatever he gonna bring out, make sure he. He on the right track, so you do a little, little side work there, Sister Sarah, and make sure you make sure he what he's saying is the right thing. Go out of mouth of two witnesses, everything will be accepted. We won't know what is the origin. Where did the chicken come from? Is it coming from what we get ready to read, or is it coming up another way? We're gonna find out. Now, um, young lion, we going to Genesis chapter one and read verses eleven and twelve. Yep, so we'll see out in Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. What did it say there, young lion? Brother Isaiah, what did it say? We're going to the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1 through 11 through 12. Verse 1 through verse 11 through 12. Hold on, hold on, young lion. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, 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 we know you, you get excited real quick, so take your time and... Going. Here's the chapter one. I want verse eleven and three. 
Remember, you got over 900,000 listening to real kept. So take a deep breath and get, get it, take your time and give me Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. Come on. Read from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 11, read, And Yahweh said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit. After this kind, whose seed is is in itself upon the earth, and and it was so. Verse twelve reads, and the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself. After the after his kind, Yahweh saw that it was good. So, so Yahweh seen it was good after everything is done. What kind of way? After his kind. So, see, Yahweh is the one who the president. Yahweh wants everything to be done after his kind. So, everything got to be done after his kind. And when Yahweh saw everything was done after his kind, what word did he say? And it was good. So it's always good to understand Yahweh say I put blessings and curses before you. If you do it the way I tell you to do it, then you're going to be up under the blessing. If you do it not according to the way I tell you to do it, you're up under the curse. So I, so we just read now that Yahweh put everything after his kind. Then Yahweh said it was good. So long as things is after his kind, it is good. So what is the opposite of not being his kind? It is not good. So now we find out what's good in the eyes of Yahweh is everything be after his kind. So the polar bear would, by nature, would not take it to the offspring and take it to the polar bear. I mean to the gorilla. Because the gorilla and the polar bear is two different species created by Yahweh. In the same token, the gorilla is not going to take its offspring and take it to the polar bear. Because it's, that's not actually its kind. So when you sit there and teach and come, and somebody comes before you, and you see some cross going on right here, you say, wait a minute. This is not Yahweh, because Yahweh wants you to know you must do everything after his kind. That means your relationship got to be after his kind. You can't be cross-breeding relationships. Everything got to be according to his kind. Then Yahweh said, and, it, and he saw that that was good. So we got to understand this thing. I don't care what. The world says today, Yahweh wants everything to be after his kind. He wants your relationship to be after his kind. He wants everything to be done after his kind, and he says that was good. Hey, 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 Mother, uh, Mother, give me a precept on that in Tobit chapter 4, verse 12. Give me a precept on that, Mother. Uh, young line, read verse 31. My mother found in um, Toby 
if we follow the Bible, let's see what you will find according to Tobit chapter 4, verse 12. We will see what you will find if you do right according to the Bible. So now, young line, read verse 31. In the book of what's here? Same book you're in. Same book of Genesis chapter 1, read verse 31. Genesis chapter 1, 31. Book of Genesis. Book 1, chapter 30, I mean, book 1, verse 31 reads, And Yahweh saw everything that he made, and behold, it was very good. And that ev- that evening and the morning were the sixth day. So Yahweh saw that everything he made, what, what, what was everything he made? It was good. He said he saw that everything he made was good. See, you hear the man saying he saw he got the order from his father. And we just found out he said everything that he made, it was good. Now, that's big talking there. Now, now, um, hold that verse up, mother. Hold that verse up. If you get ready to read, come back with that a little bit later. Uh, go to the first book of Avenue 57, Mother E. We're going to put that down, but we're going to put that, I know we're going to come back to that later on. But right now, the spirit of y'all probably now here. You hear what you just got to read. The young man read everything that he made was good. Okay, good. Everything he made was good. He saw it was good. But we going to see the count of boundaries up in here. In the first book of Adam and Eve, there, mother, in the 57th chapter, 1 down to verse number 11. Can you have to see out in 1 down to verse 11, mother? Out of first book of Adam and Eve, 57, 1 through 11. Go on that we can read in the first book of Adam and Eve, chapter 57, 1 down to verse 11. Hey, Marie, what's that say, Marie? The first book of Adam and Eve, chapter 57, verses 1 to 11. Verse 1 reads, But when Adam came out and saw his hideous figure, he was afraid of him and said unto him, Who art thou? Then Satan, verse 2, Then Satan answered and said unto him, It is I who had myself within this serpent and who talked to Eve and began her until she hearkened to my command. I am he. Who sent her through the wives of my feet to deceive thee until the and she ate of the fruit of the tree, and you come away from under the commandment of Yahweh. Verse 3 And when Adam heard those words from him, he said unto him, Canst thou make me a garden 
as Yahweh made for me. Or can thy clothe me in the same bright nature in which Yahweh had clothed me? Verse 4. Great is the deliverance nature thus did promise to give me. Great is that fair speech of mine thus did hold with us at first when we were in the garden. Verse 5. Then Satan said unto Adam, Thank God that when I have spoken to any spoken to one about anything, I shall never bring it to to him or fulfill my word. Nor so not so, for I myself have never even thought to obtain what I ask. Therefore did I fall and did I make you fall by death. Well, which I myself fail, and with you also, who could ever accept my counsel, falls thereby. Verse 7. But now, O Adam, by reason of thy fall, thou art under my roof, and I am king over thee, because thus has hearkened to me, and have transgressed against thy Yahweh, neither will there be any deliverance from my hand until the day promised thee by the thou Yahweh. Verse 8. Again he said, And as much as we do not know the day agreed upon with thee by the Yahweh, nor the hour in which thou shalt be delivered. For, the, for that reason, would we multiply war and murder upon thee and thou seed after thee. Verse 9. This is our will and our good pleasure, that we may not be one of, one of the sons of man to inherit our order in heaven. Verse 10. For as to our abode, O Adam, it is in burning fire, and we will not see our evil doing, no, not one day, nor one hour. And I, O Adam, just so fire upon thee when thou comest into the cave to dwell there. Verse 11. When Adam heard these words, he wept and mourned and said unto Eve, Hear what he said, that he would not fulfill all of what he told thee in the garden. Did he really then became king over us.
take you away from Yahweh's covenant. He said, I'm king over you. And 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 I'm gonna do everything I can to take the, to deliver you up and everything come out your heart. Because do you know that Satan is the counterbalance? Whatever Yahweh says one thing. Matter of fact, give me a precept on that. Hey daughter, hey daughter, give me a precept on that. In the fourteenth chapter of Saint John, just don't see out with a precept verse twenty nine and thirty. Let's talk about this man. Let's talk about this counterbalancing that he was in the garden. He heard everything, but he's a counterbalancer. So what did the psalm say when he came in the first in the 29th chapter, verse number 29 and 30? Uh, daughter, what he's saying, St. John 14, 29 and 30, when he looked right at the wall, that's going to be keeping his word. What did he say, 29 and 30? Lord, to the book of St. John, chapter 14, reading verses 29 through verse 30. Verse 29 reads, And now I have told you before it comes to pass, that when it is come to pass, you might believe. Verse 30, Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world comes, and have nothing in me. Yeah. So he said, the prince of this world is coming. He ain't got nothing in me. See, the prince of this world is a counterbalance. Whatever Yahweh said on the table, he know we have told you this is what I want you to do. And when, and when you do not do what he tells you to do, then what spirit you just caught on to, they'll tell him yourself, it's saying the devil. Satan got a job to do too. Now, I read that, daughter, in 314. Read that in 314 of Genesis. Go and read that, daughter. Genesis 314 of Genesis. What can we read in 314? Go into the book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 14. Book of Genesis, chapter 3, verse 14. Going over to the book of Genesis. Chapter 3, verse 14. Verse 14 reads, <clears throat> And the Yahweh, Yahweh said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shall thou go, and thus shall thou eat all the days of thy life. Even out. So now, now Yahweh pronounced sentence on him. He said, now, you know you know what your job is for the rest of your life, Satan? To eat dust all the days of your life. Okay. Let's find out. See, when, but here's the game changer, Satan, on account. When you precept that, you'll find out what that means only if you precept your Bible. See, when you're teaching... You got it out there, but you have to precept your Bible to get the out. So what do that mean by you eat dust all the days of your life? What that means and three eighteen there, daughter, what that means you gonna eat dust all the days of your life. See a game changer in teaching a day sitting on the camp. 
is when you precept your body. So he told Satan, you will eat dust all the days of your life. So now what that means only when you precept. Now what makes the school will be exciting for the kids to come is when you precept your body. Everybody's probably going to be in reason. But the game changer when you precept. 318, daughter, what it say? What do you what let's talk about this piece just all the days of your life? Come on, three eighteen. Genesis chapter 3, verse 18 reads, Thorns also and, th- and thistles shall it bring forth to you, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. Okay, 19. Verse 19, In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground, for out of it waste thou takest. For dust thou art, and unto dust thou thou return. So now, so my daughter, if if told to eat dust all the days of his life, who is he gonna eat? What dust he gonna be eating? Just read in nineteen, man. Adam, he gonna eat man all the days of his life. So he got a covenant is to eat man all the days of his life. He said, dust thou off, and dust you shall return. He said, but one thing about it, man, don't forget what I told you, not what you're supposed to put in your mouth in verse number 18. Now, but, man, don't forget what goes in your mouth, man. Read verse 18 again. Verse 18 reads, Thorns of system shall it bring forth to you, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. So what do man supposed to eat there, daughter? According to verse 18, what do man supposed to eat all the days of his life? Man shall eat the herbs of the field. Yeah. Now, now, where did you read that from? You read that in the book of Jubilee, didn't you, that daughter? See that? So, the, so man supposed to eat herbs all the days of his life. Do you know? And that's the last thing man eat today. See, man got a covenant on him and told man he's supposed to eat herbs all the days of his life. See that? But look what man eats. Look what he eats. Huh? Look what man eats all day of his life. What do you got to have all day of his life? See that? So you see, we have failed so far from this understanding. And that's why, as a people, the people of the book, we have been paid no never mind the We don't know who we are. And we and we uh I gotta get a precept. Um y'all lie. Let's go to Amos. Let's go to book called Isaiah. Y'all lie. And we're gonna bring our elder in behind after this. Let's go to Isaiah chapter one verse two. We just read we just read a little bit till we get our point. We're going to Isaiah, your namesake, in chapter 1, verse 2. Now, listen to what he says about a people. Now, listen to put a national. Listen this is what he says. Now, you see we told Adam in 318. He said, Adam, you need earth all the days of your life, Adam. That's man's diet all days of life. What we eat earth. He said, but... 
supposed to eat dust all day of his life. So he found out the dust that, that man is getting ready to eat still man. So Satan is the counterbalance in his job is to show Yahweh that you're not worthy for what you got to come. See, and all that's what we show you. So Satan's going to do everything he can to keep you away from understanding your purpose because he got a purpose. So now, uh, Mother Eve, can you give me, before you online read one verse two, can you give me two verse seven and Genesis? Give me two verse seven just to get warmed up in two verse seven. See, remember, everybody got a purpose. You got a purpose too. You got, but you don't know your purpose because you think you African American and Christian. That's why you, that's why, and remember, the most sickest people in the world in the body and the mind is a Christian. You go to any Christian church, you got most sick people up in there than anywhere. Sick folks, not only in the body, they sick in the mind. A Christian, huh? Sick in the mind. First of all, he tell you keep sundown, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, and you keep Sunday morning at 11.30 a.m. So ain't that sick? Yeah. So now, Molly, in Genesis 2, verse 7, you have to see how in Genesis 2, verse 7, what it says. Book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, And the Yahweh, Yahweh formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So now you see what Satan eating when you, when you precept your Bible. Satan's job is to eat, not the desert over there in Mount Sinai. He's supposed to, he going to eat man. And how he eat man is tell man that you, he, he get in another man and tell a man what to do and you follow that man. But like we say, we're going to find out how much sense we got when we follow man and not follow the Almighty. We're going to find how much sense we got about a young lion in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 2. And let's read down so we get our point. Let's see how much sense we got when we follow man and not the Bible totally. 1, verse 2, let's read with that young lion. Come on. We come from the book of Isaiah chapter 1, verse 2 reads, Hear, O heaven, and give ear, O earth, for the Yahweh has spoken, and I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. Chapter 3. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel does not know my people, though not consider. Verse 4. All sinful nations and people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are con- are con- corruptors, they have forespoken, forsaken the, the Yahweh. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone, always backward. Verse 5, why would you be stricken anymore? 
ye will not revolt more and more. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart is faint. The whole heart faint. Verse 6. From the sole of the foot, even unto the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and purifying sore. They have not been clothed, neither bound up, neither mollified with omnis. Verse 7. Your, your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Your land, strangers devour it in your presence, and it is desolate as overthrown by strangers. Drugs, drugs, crucified sore. He said, why should I even beat you in the children of the tribes of Israel? He said, the more I beat you, the more you're going to provoke more and more and more. It's, just, it's, like, it's like you got one of those grandbabies old by two years old, 12 or two. And you tell him, don't go over there, little grandbaby. And he go over there anyway, you go beat him up a little bit. And soon he sit down and get a little rest, he read back in That's how the children of Israel. He said, why should I even restrict you anymore? I told you that, I told you, uh, young man, in Deuteronomy 8, verse 3. I told you, Deuteronomy 8, verse 3. He said, I told you when you make a decision, well, how to make a decision according to Deuteronomy 8, verse 3. What does it say that young line? Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, what does it say? Going to the book of Deuteronomy, verse 8, verse 2. Let me verse 3. Let me chapter 8, verse 3. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Read from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verse verse 3, read. And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which you knowest, knewest not, neither did my fathers know, that he might make thee know that man does not live by bread, only but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yahweh does man live. You see, so man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yahweh. Now, young man, what did Yahweh say in Genesis 3.18 to man? What did he say in Genesis 3.18? They're bring our what, what did man live by every word that comes out of Yahweh? And man supposed to lead his family according to Yahweh. What did Yahweh say in 318 now? Yahweh, what did he say in 318? We're reading from the book of Genesis 3, chapter 3, verse 18 reads, Thorn also and thistle shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of, of field, of the field. So what do man supposed to eat, uh, young man, according to what Yahweh said? According to 318, what man supposed to eat? Herbs. Herbs of the sheep. Herbs all the days of his life. Man supposed to eat herbs all the days of his life. And we raise our offspring.
things up all the days of their life, and they sit the table when they five, six years old, and and you, you sit down the food before them at five, six years old, and you put herbs on the plate, and they don't want the herbs. And you know what you do as the to tell them, uh, uh, you got to eat that. You, you stay up and eat them and tell them, listen, you got to eat this before you eat anything else. You got to eat this first. You got to eat the herbs first. See, you got to bring your offering up. Why they even come to the womb? When they come out the womb, they both want it. And the only milk they supposed to have is from the breast. And after the breast dries up in the milk, that's the end of the milk for humans. You don't go to the cow milk and corn flakes and tell them go in the corn and eat. Cow milk is for the cow. It's not for you. See, we got a lot of what we have to do. Man so be brought up so baby understand one thing. When you sit at the table, what's gonna be the majority on the table is herbs. Matter of fact, oh y'all might think of what color they call to be. What color they call to be according to the Bible and one like church. What color herbs they supposed to be on the table every time I often eat? What color they supposed to be according to the Bible? One verse second Genesis. We're in the book of Genesis, chapter one, verse three. One verse and thirty. Yahweh said. One verse thirty. It's real good, Jane, online. Take your time. We got I'm sorry, my phone kind of acting up. Yeah. You said 30? All right. One verse 30. Take your time and a little for the last for to understand what Yahweh is saying. When you eat the herbs, what color you supposed to eat? Genesis 1 verse 30. Come on, y'all line. We're in the book of Genesis. Chapter 1 verse 30 reads, And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, whether there is life, I have given every green herb for for meat, and it was so. So, we're supposed to be taught and led by the husband, that everybody in the family is supposed to sit down and eat herbs. What color? Green herbs. Green earth is for your meat. Green earth is for your meat. That's what he's telling us, man. The path on green earth is for your meat. I don't want to eat that. I don't eat the meat. What meat you talking about? This is what the meat. You got to let your offering know, according to Yahweh, green earth. Here's your meat. No, brother asked me, my back was a congregation asked me, why did they live so long? It didn't live long in the Bible. Because of, they, because of what they, they had and they, they obeyed Yahweh. The one that wanted to live a, a little longer than, than the 
scores and ten. You want to live a little bit longer. You want you want you want to find what the man is telling you. Green earth is your meat. If you want a sound body, if you want to be quick on your feet, because remember one thing: if you do not eat the green earth, man, when your your sperm would not be properly to to be put nowhere. Because whatever you eat, that's what you're going to produce. And that's what your sperm going to be on. Whatever you produce, in your, whatever you eat, that's what you're going to put in your bare ass. That sperm. What's that going to be full of? Huh? What's that going to be full of? Green earth? Or is it going to be full of everything that's contrary to it? And sometimes you wonder why things is not going the way it's supposed to go because of you're not following none of the rules of the body. Your sperm cannot be right because you're not eating properly what the Bible tells you to eat to, to produce strong offspring. That's why you got more sickly children, sickly, because of sperm that you have because it's full of everything but what the Bible tells you full of. And you want to know why that, why that child is so disobedient? It's because of your sperm. And because when they did at the table, you didn't tell them what the, how to build a body up properly. You went out there and gave them everything that was contrary to the Bible. You, you you uh, said, don't worry, baby. I'm gonna bring something. I'm gonna bring something home for dinner. But where, where are you gonna stop at? You know where you gonna stop at. That we gonna bring home for dinner. Ignoring everything written in the Bible. Then you wanna why so much chaos in your life? Because you don't follow the Bible at all. Green herbs is for your meat. That is for. Man, meat. Somebody out here on there, he's going to tell you all about this broadcast. And then one thing, we're going to up the in tomorrow because, like I said, we got a lot of sick members in the 69 camp because we don't got away from the Bible. But see, it's the Peter's job is to pass it on to the elders to let you know that the reason why we, it's Yahweh's parents no never mind because this is not taught. Green earth is for your meat, not what you put in your mouth today. So remember in Malachi 3, verse 6, it says, Yahweh the same today and yesterday forever. And Hebrews 13, verse 8, he said, Yahweh the same today, yesterday forever. That means he don't change. He don't told you what man supposed to have in his system. But you're going to pay it no never mind. You're going to do something contrary to to the body. You go eat every nation what they eat and you go eat. The polar bear will not do that. And the gorilla won't do that. He said, you children of the twelve tribes of Israel, you ain't got enough sense as the ox or the egg. He said, they know they mouth is crib and you don't even consider. And you the one I gave my word to and you can't tell nobody, even yourself, that herbs is for your meat. What you going to bring for me? 
that's mentioned in the book of uh, Matthews or in the book of uh, Second Esther, chapter 7, verse 8. It says, and only one path between them both, even between the fire and the water so small that even only one man could go there at once. So we need that guidance to get to the right direction so we can stay on that narrow path. We don't want to be the broad where there's too much space between left and right, like it tells you in the book of Matthew, chapter 7. We want to have that guidance like come from the voices of the true Israelites. Because we have to be aware, by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, and given the knowledge to know, we have a lot out there that camouflage evil or confused teaching. Those are people that don't know what they're talking about and try to make it true. An overly loud bump the gums contest. People want to talk louder than you to make themselves right. Even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons, trying to turn the words around to make them spirits against your understanding. And this is why we're here to welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's Mission. It comes to your life and open to you always to new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's life. Connecting with your health, which we're speaking on currently now. Foods that you should eat and keep in the Sabbath days. We do all this because you have not. And this information that you all out there have came to seek and have now found in the voices of the Jerusalem, tribe of Yaldah. We're open unto you for this fabulous learning from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. The days of Sunday, Having no class on Tuesday, unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, Sabbath class we do have, and the top part of Sabbath is Friday. Class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30, and the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m., and a online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We even have a website address to use this on any search line and the tribeyada.com. And after clicking it, once again, look for tribeyada.com. Dash Israelites. This will take you to this big line where you'll see the choices. One being tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. In the other device, you might see menu. But after clicking this, you'll still see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings. And do it so. Remember what it tells us all the reasons the book is found. Chapter 96, verse 7, and verse 8. 7 yeah. says, Give unto the Yahweh for the sins of the people. Give unto the Yahweh glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his name. Yeah. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves that you're forgiven. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the scriptures we read, the Bible scriptures, in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you WCS Yahweh, also for building the school. All these things that you're hearing online can be taught more about a big radio station and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Also while there, check out our calendar. It's 
care to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. Now, we also have a live program, which is a feature available during our broadcast time. And to get there, just type in three words, Yaqua Radio Live. When you click enter, find Voices of the Trizzleites, Tribe of Jada. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua Live. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319. 527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave those messages on Bible scriptures that you have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six or nine accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. That reminder I give, you'll only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling this number, you can order the 12 program via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. Another note we might ask, please do not contact us here. Your email, phone, or text before broadcasts are afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, Counseling many memos, and now even in addition to that, the latter day sense. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear a discouraging doubt. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our program, you can always catch the entire show after 9 15 p.m., except Fridays. Program will be repeated after 10:30. And to do that, just in three words once again: Yahweh Radio Live. Look for Christ in the Shields of Rice and choose the program in the late welcome to you, or any previous day that you would like to listen. But that continuing reminder that I always give each and every broadcast: when you're given the scriptures to speak by your seal. Equipped to hear and slow to speak, so the words of Yahqua will flow smoothly. Remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahqua and not confusion. So, in saying that, you have to be very careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. And so we can get back to doing just that. I'll pass our program back to our seer Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. So, um, what we're trying to bring to the table is Satan got a covenant on him to eat man up all the days of his life. And like when Mother eat red, that Satan said, since you come out from under the covenant, then I'm then Satan said, I'm rule over you, I'm king over you. So when you are not under the covenant of Yahweh, then you're under the covenant of Satan the devil. That's double that. See Yahweh have told us to pass on exactly that like he told 
polar bear what the tie is on, and the polar bear is not interested in not learning nothing that the gorilla got on the table. Not the polar bear. And the gorilla is not interested <laughs> of what the polar bear got on the table. But both of them is Yahweh's creation. That's why you have to make sure you explain to your offspring, but you have to lead by example. See, you also must know from the get-go that these herbs is for your meat. This is for to maintain your body. So they got to learn that. You can't learn on that after they undone everything worldly and everything worldly, and that's what they want to know, where is the, the other meat at? You see that? We want the other meat. You know the other meat that you bring in. So a lot of teaching got to be done for the children of Israel. For Yahweh to step back into your life, you have to apply what he got written in his Bible. And you got to lead by example. That's why we come humble to show you what the man saying by example. Because everybody wants to get an eternal life, but we're going to show you by Mother Eve, when eternal life comes, exactly what's going to be there waiting on you in eternal life. You want, you want to take a peep in the future about eternal life? We know, oh, I want to be, I want to be with the, like they say, with him. Okay, let me, let me, let me show you what's going to be there if you get there. We're going to show you in the Bible. How about that? Hey, Mother Eve. Let's, let's show them what's going to be there in eternal life that no preacher would never, don't even know it's in the Bible. But we're going we to show you what's going to be in eternal life. Let's go to Ezekiel 36 there, Mother E. Let's go to Ezekiel 36. And let's find out what's going to be in eternal life. Let's take a little peep at eternal life. Ezekiel 36, verse 35 and 36, Mother and Sister Sarah tell me Michael with the precept, chapter 4, 1 down to verse 4. Daughter, uh, had that waiting on me. Michael 4, 1 through 4. But Mother Eve, let's see what's going to be in eternal life that we can read in the book called Ezekiel 36, 35, and 36. Let's talk about it, Mother. Come on. The book of Ezekiel. Chapter 36, verses 35 and 36. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Ezekiel, chapter 36, verse 35. And they shall say, This land that was desolate, it became the garden of Eden and the way and desolate. And run, and run cities are become became fenced and are inhabited. Thirty six. Then the inhabitants that are left round about you shall know that I, the Yahweh, built the run places and planted that. Was that 
as the Yahweh has spoken it, and as we do it. Mm-hmm. So he said, this land, you come out of land, mother. I'll be talking to you find it in the book of Enoch, second book of Enoch, 55, 1, 2, and 3. I'll be talking about it until you find your Enoch book and look at 55, 1, 2, and 3. He said, now this man going to be that desert. Desert. It's going to be the Garden of Eden, this land. He said, this man right here. And people saying, oh, man, this man right here, this is the Garden of Eden. This land is desolate. So we're going to preach up there and find out what land he's talking about that's going to be like and is the Garden of Eden. We're going to find out by going to the second book of Enoch, chapter 55, 1, 2, and 3. We're going to find out what. What land is he talking about that was uh Jesuit? Matter of fact, um, matter of fact, to say, read, read, read that verse again. Why? No, it's L A O. Read that verse again, L. In Ezekiel 36, verse 35 and 36. Read that verse again, that L, Mr. Jill. Read that verse again. Why mother looking for Second book of Enoch, 55, 1, 2, and 3. Read that again, Elder 36, verse 35 and 36. What is that, Elder? Ezekiel chapter 36, 35, and 36. Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, what's that say? Yeah, what's that say? Okay. In the book of Ezekiel, looking at chapter 35. Looking at verses Ezekiel chapter 36, 36, he said. Chapter 36, looking at 35 and 36. 35 Mm -hmm. says, And they shall say, This land that was desolate is become like a garden of Eden, and the waste and desolate and ruined cities are become fenced and are inhabited. 36. But the heathen nation that are left around about you shall know that I, the Yahweh, build the ruined places and plant that that was desolate. I, the Yahweh, oh, yeah. have spoken it. And Yahweh have spoken it. Yeah. I, I wonder what he's talking about. Um, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Let's preach up the Bible that mother That's not what, what, what land is he talking about going to be all that good stuff. And second book of Enoch 55, 1, 2, 3. And after after we break down 1, 2, and 3 real good, then we'll read verse 4. But what do you say that mother? Second book of Enoch 55, 1, 2, and 3. What do you say that mother? Second book of Enoch chapter 55, verse 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1, my children, behold, the day of my returning, Christ, turn and time, as a, a poet. Verse 2, for the angels who shall go with me are standing before me. 
and urging me to my depart from to my depart from you. They are standing here on earth and waiting have been told them. Verse three. But tomorrow I shall go up to heaven to the utmost Jerusalem, not by Judah, to my eternal Leader 
in the land of Judah, I have desired it forever. So the Bible is telling you that those that you pay all them tithes and free will offering to about your mama up in the sky, your granddaddy up in the sky, up on the way, that's a lie from the pits of you. This man is telling you the ball game is on earth like he told Adam. Thus you are Adam. Thus you will return Adam. So out of it you were taken Adam, and that's where you going back to, Adam. But you let a man, a Christian man, if mommy Julius will tell you that your little one is up, up in the way, and everybody that's born of the ground is in the ground. And when he raised back up, he's going to be on top of the ground. See? How long is he going to continue to go to funerals with that kind of bad teaching? Well, your loved ones have made it. What they have made it to? They up in the sky and they have told me they have made it. See, that's a lie from the pit of hell. David asked the question, where is you going to be at? He sent the angel down and said, right away, I'm going to be right here where you at right now. I have desired it. 132 verse 14. This is my rest forever. Here will I dread. I have desired it. See that? Then you put another precept with it, oh, mother. You go to Ezekiel chapter and see your precept your body. See now listen, young, listen, all you those are sitting on the couch. You got to precept your Bible. Just can't read and talk of the game. You gotta read a good game. Come out in the forty third chapter mother. Make it the forty third chapter mother. Now what do we say is in in Ezekiel forty three verse number seven? Just go see out the nice noises of what it says in Ezekiel 43, verse 7. What does it say? Book of Ezekiel, chapter 43, verse 7. Yes, ma'am. What does that say? Chapter 43, verse 7 reads, And he said unto me, From a man, the place of my stone, and the place of the sole of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever, and my righteous name shall, shall be standing of Israel no more defile neither they nor their kind by their whoredom nor by the carcasses of their kings and their high places. He says, where I'm going to be at, the soles of my big black feet. Put. My big black feet is going to be right here in the midst of the children of Israel forever. He's going to put my big black feet right there in the land of Israel forever. Now, how do you get an up, up, and away out of what he just said in that 4th, 3rd chapter, verse 7? 
Now, Elder Mr. Tibbs, so what we got to do, Elder Mr. Tibbs and Isaiah 59, Elder, let's see what we got to do from 19 on to verse 21. So, you Christianity is a morphine drug. Islam, Judaism, that ain't nothing but a morphine drug. Drip, drip, drip. And you see anybody on morphine drugs, where, where my loved one at? But we got them on a morphine drug. You don't take a look at them, they're laying out like a pimple. And that's Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. It's laying you out like a pimple. You have no understanding. None. Anytime you think that you're going to be raptured away from here, you weren't created to leave here. Thus you are, thus you're going to return. Huh? That up and up, up and away, three years, seven year rapture is from Satan to death. Huh? Now, in Isaiah 59, 19, out of verse 21, Elder, Mr. Tibbs, help the national audience out on what you're getting ready to read. Oh, Isaiah 59, 19 out of verse 21. What's that? In the book of Isaiah, chapter 59, reading verses 19 to verse number 21. 19 says, So shall they fear the name of the Yahweh from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Yahweh shall lift up a standard against him. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion and to them that turn from the transgression in Israel, saith the Yahweh. 21. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Yahweh, and spirit that is upon me, and my words which I have put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed seed, saith the Yahweh, from henceforth and forever. So he said, he said, now, this will be put in your seed's mouth, or what we talk about out of take 52. He said, what he said in verse 19, now, it'll get, he said a profound statement in verse number 19, what do you say in verse 19, Elder? Come on. Verse number 19 says, So shall they fear the name of the Yahweh from the west and his glory from the rising sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Yahweh shall lift up a standard against him. He's like when the enemy comes from like a flood. He said, you're supposed to fear me from the west. Where do you think we are right now? We in the west. We in the west right now, Steve, right? It's a prophecy that you know. The enemy is ready to do all they can to keep this message from you hearing the truth from the west. Because the ball game is from the west going back to the east. We are in the west. We are in Kim's second land called the west. He's the father of the eastern world and the western world. Ham is the father of the southern world. The Hispanic people is the father of the northern world. 
See, everything we put back in order. So we, but the ones in the West, that's why it's so important for those to understand, you must know his name. And verse 19, so shall they fear the name of the four letters from the West. See, the four letters, you got to know this man's name. Y-H-W-H is his name. You got to fear the name, the name, because the name will do something for you if you let it. What do the name do, uh, Elder, the 2031 of St. John? What do the name do for you? If you fear his name in St. John's 2031, what would it do for you if you fear the full letter name, not the mother name, Lord God and Jesus? That don't, that don't make no, that don't even make no sense, Lord God and Jesus. You got to fear the name. What name and what the, what's the benefit of fearing the four letters according to St. John 20, 31? What, what is the profit of the name in St. John 20, 31? Yeah, what does it say? And the book of St. John, chapter 20, reading verse 31, says, But these are written that you might believe that Yahweh the Son is Yahweh the Son the son of Yahweh, and that believing he might have life through his name. So you got to believe the name for have life. So you tell your loved ones and your uncles and nephews, if you ain't got the name, you don't have life. If you don't have a name, you don't have life. Life is in its name. Name is not Jesus, Lord, and Jehovah. His name is Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, that gives you life. You got to call on the four letters for life, or you will be part of the cliche group. Now, now we're about a minute back to our sister Sarah. So we found out that the Garden of Eden is the southern kingdom where Yahweh will be, and he'll be right there in the middle of the earth. That whole land is the Garden of Eden, but it's now it's desolate, all the people there and everything. So now you know what a Garden of Eden is at. But it's in another dimension. You don't know, but listen what he told the spirit right in the fourth chapter, one, two, three, four. You want to tell you something. Listen, Steve right. If you make it, you're going back to the Garden of Eden. And what you got coming, Sister Sarah, get ready to read exactly what you got coming in the Garden of Eden. Let's see. Micah chapter 4, 1, 2, 3, 4. Knock out the pause, Sister Sarah. Come on. Going to the book of Micah chapter 4, reading verses 1 through 4. Verse 1 reads, But in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the family of the Yaquah shall be established in the top of the mountain, and it shall be exalted above the hill, and people shall flow unto it. Verse 2 reads, And many nations shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Yaquah, and be to the family of the Yaquah of Israel. And he will teach us his, of his ways, and we will walk in his path, for the law shall go forth of Zion, Yadah Judah, 
and the word of the Yahweh from Yadah Judah. Verse 3. And he shall judge among many people and rebuke strong nations afar off, and they shall be off their swords into plow shares and their spears unto pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up a sword against nations, neither shall they learn war any more. Verse 4. But they shall sit every man under his vine and under his fig tree, and none shall make him afraid. For the mouth of the Yahweh of hosts have spoken. Now, Christianity talks about when you get to when we get our wings. Now, Christianity talks about when we get our wings. We gonna that is that ain't the promise for you. The promise if you make. Read it again. Take your time to prepare. Just do it deliver the knockout blow and If you make it to the guard, which is going to be the whole eastern world and the western world will be the guard. Now, if you make it to the guard, this is what you, you got coming. Here is your promise. If you make it, what he going to give you and reward in verse 4. Verse 4 reads, But they shall sit every man under his vine and under his fig tree, and none shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Yahweh of hosts has spoken it. Hey, sir! So, the man is saying, What you got coming if you make it to the kingdom? You have land and a fig tree, a tree that brings all manners of fruit, that's what you're going to have to put in your mouth forever. Same thing was told to you in the beginning. You have the same thing if you make it. What you got coming in eternal life is a fig tree, a tree that will that going to give you all manner of fruit. That's what you're going to eat. So you're not going to bring what you eat today in the garden. That don't grow in the garden, what you eat today, while you got high blood pressure, diabetes, all type of cancer diseases, because you, because you never were told that what the herbs is for your meat. Not the meat that you eat on your dinner table daily. That is not what you're going to have in the kingdom. You're going to have what Sister Sarah just, and we read it one more time. What you're going to have if you make it in the kingdom, you will have elbow room, and what you're going to have is what again in 4 verse 4, out of Michael 4 verse 4, what every man going to have in his family Micah chapter 4 verse 4 reads But they shall sit every man under his vine And under his fig tree And none shall make them afraid For the mouth of the Yahweh of hosts have spoken it See that's why it's written in Zechariah You know the first thing is the one that 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 paid up no never mind And when he found the same right They want to kill a preacher it's written in Zechariah. We're not going to read it. You haven't stopped. You want to kill your preacher. 
Your preacher been lying to you from day one and about got you eating. Everything contrary to the Bible. And one of why we're the most sickest people in the planet. The most sickest people is, is really in the church. They're the most sickest people that is. It's in the church. Because they eat everything contrary to the Bible. So you see what you got coming if you make it to the kingdom? If you make it to the kingdom, you're going to be in the garden. And what you got coming is a tree. A tree that can bring forth what to put in your mouth. That's going to be for your meat. Now read what it's going to do for you, Sister Sarah, in 22 of Revelation, verse 2. Listen, listen. Would you, would you listen to those seers? The only trying to tell you exactly how it's going to be. So you, you see all the stuff that you eat now? Ain't none of that going to get you nowhere but what you got now. Diabetes, sugar diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer. Oh, that's all that's going to get you. But in a, in a couple more lessons, it will show you how you remove all that out your body. We're going to tell you everything. Why? Because it's the seal's job is to show you what I know you're not gonna pay a seal no never mind, but our job is for those that gotta hear the hear exactly what the Bible's saying. Now this entire prophecy, what is saying that we can read uh, the entire prophecy, uh Sister Sarah in twenty two verse two. Let's see what Sister Sarah get ready to read in entire prophecy. Come on. Going to the book of Revelation, read in chapter twenty two. Verse 2. Verse 2 reads, In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruit, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for healing of the nation. You mean that's in the Bible, Sister Sarah? You mean that the leaves, other trees is for what reason? I'll super Sarah. I mean, let the national audience understand what is the healing of the body, healing of the nation, according to verse 22. Come on, Sister Sarah. The leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nation. And all our life we've been saying we go to the, get up a prescription and take it again to the pharmacy man. And then he gave us a bunch of big old turkey-looking pills, white pills, and we take it home and we think we're going to be all right. You see that? It right there written in the Bible, 22 verse 2, the healing of your body, the healing of a 12, you're going to have 12 miles of fruit. I mean, that's a 12 trials of Israel. You have all types of fruit on the tree. That is for the healing of your body. Not Doc Cook. Doc Cook ain't got nothing but a prescription for you. And you take it and get five, six bottles of high blood pressure pills, low breath, diabetes pills, everything. Insulin shots. You give me everything. And the man got it written right there in 22 verse 2. If you make it to the king, what you're going to be eating is the fruit off the tree 
which is for the healing of your body. And that's the same thing Sister Sarah read in the beginning of the broadcast in Jubilee. The same thing was then, it's the same thing now. Earth is for your meat. Earth is for your meat. Not what you buy at the local store. That is not your meat. Not if your meat. It's just like a deal. I've got to bring back my polar bear again. My polar bear and my gorilla. The polar bear eats field and fish. That's what Yahweh placed him to eat. That is his diet. The gorilla was given fruit, vegetables, and leaves. That was his diet. Long as they eat their diet, you see how strong the gorilla is? You know he can take his fist and knock a line back on the back of his feet? Huh? The gorilla, when the line comes gorilla out there and, and, and chase him down. And what he, what do we be eating? Fruit, vegetables, and leaves. And he can ball that big old fist up and hit the line right on his throat. Boom. And knock him up in the air so high, knock him on top of an uh, 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 elephant somewhere. God, dog, why are you so strong? He said, well, I'm strong because I eat what the man gave me to eat. Fruits, vegetables, and leaves. And, and ain't nobody stronger than the gorilla but the, the elephant. And what's the elephant eat? Fruits, vegetables, and leaves. Huh? Can you, is you getting the picture? None of them got cancer. None of them got diabetes. None of them got killed, diabetes. None of them got, none of them diseases. Because they eat what the man made them to eat. But look what you eat. Everything the man tell you not to eat, that's what you got in your mouth right now. He tell you, child, eat food, you don't eat it. Huh? He tell you what not. We're going to tell you all. We're going to show you everything in the Bible. But now, give me a precept, Mr. Sarah. Give me 104, verse 14 of Psalms. Now, the angel comes from heaven. The angel is coming from heaven. He's going to look David eyeball to eyeball and tell David, put it in the book. Only one going to read it is a six anointed camp called Voices of the Jerusalem. And what does the read, Sarah? 104, verse 14. What does it say, Mr. Sarah? Go on to the book of Psalms, chapter 104, verses 14. Go on to the book of Psalms, chapter 104, verse 14. Verse 14 reads, He caused the grass to grow for the cattle and herb for the service of man, that he may bring forth food out of the earth. I mean, I I got to tell you where your food comes from. Your food comes from the earth. Earth for the service of man from the earth. He, he repeats the same message. The same message. The, the grass was for the cattle. And don't the cattle be doing in that? But look what they did now. A little while ago, three years ago, they want to split the cow, so again, the cow, bacon, eggs, and, 
and uh, the paper. And then they got a mad cow disease happening. Why you why do the cow got mad mad cow disease? Look at you getting the, the, the cow. You gave bacon, eggs, and potatoes and some white bread. You, you're giving the, the cow eating the same thing that the other nation eats. Bacon, eggs, potatoes, and white bread. And make it toast and mash. Then you take that same plate and give it to the, the cow. And the cow give it to a cat. And look what you got. Mad cow disease. The, the cow eats, the cattle eat grass. That's all they eat is grass. You can't give them no bacon and eggs. And potatoes. And rice. And beans. You can't feed them <laughs> what you eat. You gotta get a cattle the grass. That's what the cattle eat. Well, you know, he'll have all the grass. What do you mean he'll have all the grass? That's what they eat. Well, he'll have all the grass. I got to give what I'm eating. What you eat? Bacon and eggs, potatoes and rice and beans. Well, I don't give them that. Ain't got nothing else to do. See that? Now, now they're broke out with all type of trimming all over the plate. Now they're all over the plate trimming. You can't. That's why we got to come back to this body. The man I told you what's gonna cause you the problem. Now Mother E, we gonna we gonna bring in we gonna bring in Mother D. Hey Mother E, come on back to Isaiah two one. And let's read down the verse number five. Let's read what Isaiah had to say. Let's see what Isaiah had to say. Let's see these 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 anything that Michael said. See, all the seals just done the same thing he read the Bible. And that's all the, the definition of a seal do. He just reads the Bible and, and put it on the table. That's it. That is the definition of a seal. He shows you what the Bible says. It's up to you. Earth is for the healing of your body. It's for your meat. Not the meat that you just duplicated, just cut back on on the bacon a little bit. Don't eat much bacon. Or don't eat much, uh, uh, you know, that kind of meat. Don't eat much. Just eat a little bit of it. Just cut back on it. See that? But what did Yahweh say? The man live by every word he say, right? The man ain't telling you. What you do? What are the problems you got in your body? What you doing with a hard blood pressure? What you doing with sugar diabetes? What you doing with cancer? What are you doing with all these diseases? Where did you get it from? Where do you think you get it from? The man I told you in the 28th chapter of the line, 47 through 50, you don't want to serve me, then you don't serve your enemy. You don't serve me, you don't serve your enemy. And Satan got a covenant. Satan's covenant is to keep you away from eating what the man tells you to eat that's going to be in the garden and all you got coming is a vine tree, elbow room in a vine tree. And up, up, up under that vine tree don't grow nothing that changes what you got it in your refrigerator right now. They don't grow in your vine tree. And that's what you got coming. 
elbow room and a vine tree. Not no wings to be, you're going to fly away on your wings. We're going to fly away when we get to heaven. You ain't going to fly nowhere. If you make it, you're going to be sitting up under your vine tree, reaching up and plugging up what you need to work with. Let's see what it's that we can read. Come on, get in that 2, 1 down at verse 5. See, we, we come humble. We come and tell you, six more to count. We don't have to be in this predicament. And there's a couple more lessons. We're going to show you how to modify your body, how the body is going to show you exactly what you got to do. But remember, remember one thing. Read again, Sarah, Wisdom Psalm 16, verse 12. Read that again. But remember one thing. I don't care what we tell you. Listen to what the Bible says in the Wisdom Psalm 16, verse 12. What does it say, Sarah? Going to the book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse 12. Going over to the book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse 12. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 16, verse 12. Verse 12 reads, For it was neither earth, nor a mollifying plaster that restored them to health, but thy word, O Yahweh, which heal all things. Yeah. So you see, man's name. See, you got to keep this man's word. You, you keep this man's word. Now the angel came from heaven, Sister Sarah, in 107 verse 20. Now here comes the angel again from heaven. He's going to catch old David in a thousand BC and look him eyeball to eyeball. And what did he say to the Sarah in 107 verse 20 of Psalms? On to the book of Psalms, chapter 107, verse 20. Verse 20 reads, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. You see that? Now look at it. And, 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 and to see
it'll be pulling against any kind of problem you got in your body. And we're going to show you plenty more, but you, you know, you go to the hospital, the first thing you do is stick an IV in you, right? They know you got IV, right? They know you've been drinking coffee and pop. They don't want you. Huh? Coffee, pop, and orange juice, and whiskey. Oh, you got a flower laying down. Somebody bring you a flower laying down. What you going to get? Coffee, water, I mean, coffee, pop, orange juice, and lip. Or none of the world. Flower laying down, you get water. Same thing that you find. Your body must have no less in a lot of a day before you lay down. At least a half a gallon of water in you. If you could drink a gallon time, you know why? Because the more water you drink, I know you might put a Sunday to your day. Every disease in your body, if it's soaked in the water, guess what? It's going to start shrinking. We're going to show you about a whole lot of things in your body that once you apply it right, it's going to shrink. Now give me, give me a, Sister Sarah, give me one more. And tell her exactly why you got to have his word. Now give me Matthew chapter 8, verse 6 down to verse 8. It's going to bring Mother D. What it says that we can read, Mother, I mean, uh, daughter, what can we read in Matthew chapter 8, verse 6 down to verse 8? Matthew chapter 8, verse 6 down to verse 8. Sister Sarah Israel, what does it say? Going to the book of Matthew, reading chapter 8, verse 6 through 8. Going over to the book of Matthew, reading chapter 8, verse 6 through 8. Book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 6 through 8. And... Book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 6 through 8. Book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 6 through 8. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get over that to it. Book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 6 through 8. All right, chapter 8, verse 6 through 8, read. Verse 6. And saying, Yahweh, my servant. Verse 6 3 And saying Yaqua my servant Lieth at home sick of the palsy Grievously tormented Verse 7 And Yaqua said unto him I will come and heal him Verse 8 The centurion answered And said Yaqua I am not worthy that thou shouldest come Under my roof But speak the word only And my servant shall be healed Okay. He was sick with the palsy. You know what the palsy is, Sarah? Thumbing around all the place. Legs get out of him. 
Legs get about when you're fumbling all around. You might fall out any given time. Tell me, yeah. Stick with the pause. So what? So what heals you when you stick with the pause? Yeah, they're calling verse eight. What heals you? The word. You see that? You see that? Not Doc Cook's peace. The word heals. The word heals you. You fumbling all around on your feet. What heals you with the word? That's the problem. You try to order water to hold back the wet. It don't work like that. All right, so Mother Z, now Mother Z, we're going to lay down a nice format. Now, whatever the Almighty wants you to bring in, and Mother Z coming back, Mother Z be coming back with that, um, that Isaiah 2, 1 down to verse 5, after Mother Z uh, addressed the national audience on what the Almighty put on her. Hey, Mother Z, Yahweh bless you, Israel. Yahweh bless you, keep you, see Israel, Royal Seed. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hey, Mother, you know, you know, we find out tonight and find out tonight. Everybody waiting on their wings to fly away, and they're gonna be no. All you got coming is elbow room in a tree. That's all you got coming if you make. Elbow room in a tree. You'll sit up on your vine and your family and reach up on that tree and get yourself right. That's what you got coming if you make it. You see that? So, Mother, whatever the Almighty put on you to take up them, you got the whole flow. Come on. I'm, I'm going to read in Psalms 105, 105, and start reading at verse 1. Give thanks unto the Yahweh. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds, his deeds among the people. Verse 2. Sing unto him songs of songs unto him. Call ye of all his wonderful works. Verse 3. Honor ye in his righteous name. Let let the mind of them rejoice that seek the Yahweh. Verse 4. Seek, seek the Yahweh in his strength. Seek his face evermore. Verse 5. Remember his marvelous works that he has done, his wonders. His wonders and judgments for, for he, of his mouth. Verse 6. OECs e. of Abraham, his servant, the children of Jacob, his chosen. Verse 7. He is the Yahweh, Abba Yahweh. His judgments are in all the earth. Verse 8, he has remembered his covenant forever, the words which he command to a thousand generations. Verse 9, which covenant he made with Abraham and his oath unto Isaac. Verse 10, and confirm the same unto Jacob 
for a law and to Israel for an everlasting covenant. Verse, I'm going to stop reading it, verse 12, verse 11. Say, say unto them, will I give the land of Canaan the lot of your inheritance? Verse 12. When they, when they were but a few men in numbers, yea, a very, very few and and strength in it. Verse thirteen. When when they were of uh, uh, one nation to a when they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people. I'm gonna say Hallelujah Yaqua. Hallelujah Yaqua. Hallelujah. 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 What, what verse would you read again, Mother? You read what again? Which one? I read, I read Psalms 105, and I read down to 13. Isaiah 
two, one down to verse five. Listen to this. Just to see the idea got to say two, one down to verse five. Come on. The book of Isaiah, chapter two, verse one through five. Verse one. The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Judah. Verse two. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mount of the Yahweh's temple shall be established in the top of the mountain and shall be exalted above the hill, and all nations shall flow unto it. Verse 3. And many people shall go and say, Come eat. And let us go up to the mountain of the Yahweh to this temple of the Yahweh of Israel. And he will teach us of his ways. And we will walk in his path. But out of Yahweh Judah shall go forth the law. And the word of the Yahweh from Yahweh Judah. Verse 4. And he shall judge among the nations, and shall redeem many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up swords against nations, neither shall they learn war anymore. Verse 5, O family of Jacob, come in and let us walk in the light of the Yahweh. Yeah. Thank you, nice, There should be no more than the infant 
of days, nor an old man that have not filled his days. For the child shall die a hundred years old, but the sinner, being a hundred years old, shall be accused. Verse 21. A curse. A curse. A curse. Okay. Verse 21. And they shall build houses and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. Verse 22. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of the tree are the days of my people, and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Wait, 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 hold on, Read verse 21. One more, one more again for the national audience. Read one more time. Listen at verse 21. Now listen. I mean, listen. That's why a lot of members in these Christian churches, once they hear this message, they're going to want to go hit their pastor in the nose. And take, give me back my money. You've been taking all my money all these years. You ain't taught me nothing. Verse 21. Verse 21 reads, And they shall build houses and, and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. Yeah, that's that, Sarah. You see, you see what you're doing in the kingdom? This is what, you're not going to be eating the stuff that you got in your refrigerator, your freezer. This is what you're going to do when you get in the kingdom. And we try to get you prepared for it now. This is going to be if you make it. That stuff you got in, that stuff you get at that corner store around there and that, uh, on them, all that stuff going to be, that's why we got the problem we got in our body today. This is what the man is telling you you're supposed to be dealing with. Well, it is the already, verse 21. This is how it's gonna be in the kingdom. You'll get elbow room and you will get a vine tree. And the vine tree is, and mother gonna read some stuff after that phone. See, I hope you sit down with mother read after after Sarah give a closing statement. Come on. All right. I'm going to the book of Psalms, chapter eighty two, reading verse six. Verse 7 and verse 8. Verse 6 reads, I have said, you are Yahweh, and all of you are children of the Most High. Verse 7. But you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Verse 8. Arise, O Yahweh, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Hallelujah, Yahweh.
in verse number 23, three down to verse 25. Hey, mother, take your time and deliver knockout real quick, Max. Listen to this, Sister B.S. Day Israel. Listen to this. Come on. The book of Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 23 to 25. Verse 23. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth for trouble. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Yahweh, and their offspring with them for the foe. And, and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. 25. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock, and the dust shall be the serpent's meat. They shall not hurt nor destroy any, destroy in all my righteous mountains, said the Yahweh. So, uh, uh, a, a mother eats. What, what is the, um, what is the lion going to eat again? He says the lion shall eat straw like the bullock. So that great big old big bad tail lion and that polar bear, they will no longer be eating because they're not going to die anymore. See, listen, it's nothing going to die anymore. So you're not going to be, uh, nothing going to die anymore. So everybody will be reversed back the way it was in the beginning. So the, the lion will eat the same thing the bullock eats. Straw, hay, and stuff like that. See, everything going to reverse back the way it was. So you better get used to it now. And that's what we're telling you now. You got to cut back. The reason why you got arthritis, all type of pain is because you pay Yahweh's word no never mind. That's why you sip your blood and you get up and you take it. There's no thing. Let me tell you another thing. When you get up in the morning, you go get the passes, you know, the first thing you drink, the hotter the water, the better. Then exercise. Drink hot water. Drink you some hot water like you drink hot tea. Drink hot water. Get what the hot water do. It goes right there and break up your blood. Quick. Two glasses of good hot water. Then you go do some exercise behind it. You say, my goodness, I feel pretty good. No. Hey, Mo, give me, give me one verse in the closing statement. Give me, uh, give me Adam and Eve 50 verse 4. See, you drink. Two glasses of hot water in the morning. But you said WTC for breakfast? Yeah, you can use it for breakfast. Two glasses, three glasses, or whatever, of hot water. How did you can you can bear it? Now you dip on that hot tea. That's how you do it. That hot water stimulates your blood. Don't your blood be when you all dip, you want to get out of bed? You hold over, give you some hot water, 
then do what mother get ready to read and close the statement in 50 verse 4. What did it say, mother, in Adam and Eve, 50 verse 4, and close the statement there, mother? The book of Adam and Eve, chapter 50, verse 4. And when the day dawned, Adam said unto Eve, Come, let us go and do some work for our body. Ain't that something? See, then you want to drink the hot water. Then you got to do some work for your body. The hot water will stimulate your blood. Your blood is sick. The hot water helps it out. Don't you don't sometimes you remember about the drain? You put a lot of hot water on the drain and unclog it. I ain't saying about the body. The hotter the water, sip on it, you get in your system, and you get and your body get a little shake in there. Mmm. Body says, Thank you. You finally got the pit. Hot water in the morning when you wake up, then do some what mother? Then do some what mother? Pardon me.
because we're going contrary to the Bible. Herbs is for your meat. It's for the healing of the nation, your body. You must 